0: one two three are you ready welcome my people welcome to our third episode of the unmasked seven it is with great joy and pleasure i i john lewis will be your host for this new enticing episode and of course i'm not alone
1: welcome everyone my name is kevin julian and i will be your co-host
0: so today our students, Wendy, Emma, Iker, Gabby, and Chelsea we will be focusing on the very funny aspect of education. Thus, our topic is examinations, a determinative factor for success or not. The first question I am posing to the panelists, do you think exams are necessary for students' growth? Ike, what do you think?
2: again thank you for having me on the show and i would have to answer in the affirmative i do think exams are necessary for students growth because they teach you so much more than just getting a grade or just memorizing information exams teach you how to master the art of working under pressure and even more stringent time management practices because in the working world, there will be instances where persons request stuff done as a matter of urgency, and you would have applied, and working under pressure during exams would have equipped you or can aid you in preparing for the working world. Also, exams teach you the art of accepting, well, we like to call it elves in, I guess, local language, but it really means accepting losses. So... I would think that everyone at any point in their life would have had at least one bad exam. And at first you feel disappointed, but I think the essence of building character is knowing how to learn from the disappointments and to move on so that you can be better equipped for the next time. And so I think exams have a true character building aspect of it and it can definitely help anyone in their development.
0: Thank you, Aika. I wholeheartedly agree with your statement. I can testify that examinations has enhanced my capabilities to a great extent. And Elsie, do you have anything to say?
3: Hi, Darlan. Thanks for having me, you know, again. It's always a pleasure to, you know, talk with you guys. Um, as it relates to exams and the topic that you pose, my issue with the topic As it relates to you know examinations i do agree with ike when she states that you know exams are still relevant but my issue with the topic is if it is that we're speaking on exams are we relying solely on exams as you know a true representation of a student's ability everyone is different and everybody has you know their different strengths and Equally, we have our own weaknesses as, you know, human beings. ICA would have stated that examinations give you or create a situation where you are put under pressure and, you know, in the work environment, you find that a lot. While that may be true, I feel that relying solely on, you know, what an examination says cannot give the true picture, the well-rounded picture of what an individual can do or who they are as, you know, as a human being and what their strengths are. I think that, yes, while examinations have some strengths, I think if we look also, you know, to the students' past history as it relates to coursework and so forth, we see that we might get, while it may not be true for everybody, we may get a better representation of what, you know, an individual can do and even as it relates to you know interpersonal skills and so forth we might even have a late bloomers you know we bloom in way out of secondary school and university life we might we cannot truly say that you know an examination is a true representation of an individual it may still have some weights but we can look at other factors as a representation of an individual Thank you. Thank you,
0: Chelsea. I must say that your answer forced me to realize that really it can work against us at some time. So thank you for that. Wendy?
4: Hi, Delan. Thank you for having me. I am more in line with Iker's point of view on the moot. Chelsea's point. Um, really speaks to relying solely on exams to determine success. And she's saying that, you know, are we relying on exams to determine success? And just solely relying on exams cannot determine one's success. But I believe that examinations are an important part for the growth of students. The general format of exams should not be structured in a way to create a feeling of mental degradation or depression among students, as many claim. But examination should in fact be a significant element of testing students' knowledge, which should create a sense of responsibility among students to help them to remember certain concepts and, and have the ability to present them in an analytical manner. And this will in turn enhance students' overall personality, um, memory power revision skills. And can mentioned some more um, pros to that, as in time management, being humble, accepting losses and correct building. So, in fact, I would agree that good grades, you know, when you get good grades, they help you, they help build your confidence and allows these particular students who get the good grades, you know, who work hard to stand out and demonstrate their expertise in whatever particular field they excel in. And this is achieved as a measure um, for their conceptual understanding of the material, their knowledge, their memory in that particular field. Now, in contrast, low grades or bad grades should allow students to recognize their knowledge and evaluate their own skills and enable them to build on their weaknesses. That is achieved only if they have been modeled to think in a positive manner. I believe that the education system should not be formatted in a way to punish students who attain low grades. The purpose of it is should be to enable student development.
1: Thanks for that contribution, Wendy.
4: Hi everyone, um, thank you again for having me as
5: a panelist. I actually enjoy having the opportunity to express my viewpoint. So while I understand the viewpoints of Ike and Wendy, I believe that exams do not usually allow students to perform to the best of their abilities and is not a true representation of an individual's intellect and capabilities. So to me, the education system is actually formatted in a way in which students are put under unnecessary pressure to memorize an entire semester instead of actually focusing on allowing students to learn the material. So we are all law students, right? and with no exaggeration we do five courses with a total of more than 300 cases and we are expected to memorize most if not all of these cases per semester to me what happens is that we memorize for exams but do not learn. so we could go an entire semester actually doing no work putting in no effort and just study the night before an exam memorize completely then get an a This is not the caliber of students we seek to raise in the region or in the world by extension. So instead of enhancing the growth of our students, examinations act as a tool which cripples learning by converting it into a memorization process. So I don't know if you guys understand that, but what I see exams doing is not a way of actually enabling us to learn it is a way of just allowing us to memorize something temporarily and um, when he said that exams actually boost a student's self-confidence but i actually have to counter argue because she said that it actually boosts a student's self-confidence especially when they get good grades however what about when the grades are poor or do not reflect your true potential So instead of building self-confidence, what this does is actually destroy one's self-confidence and forces them into believing that they are not within reach of their full potential. There are students who are even fearful of exams and because of this are unable to multiply their knowledge into grade A's. So therefore examinations can never be a tool for a student's growth if it places fear, insecurity, and anxiety in a student's mind so to me if we actually want to use examination as a tool of testing a student's growth or a students capability what we're actually doing is limiting our students we are limiting their learning process and we're limiting everything that they can actually bring to the table or give as an individual
6: Okay, so I think that exams are a good indication of how a student has learned information that's been taught to them throughout the semester or the term. Um, However, I do feel that exams put an unnecessary pressure on students to regurgitate a semester's worth of information within an hour, two hours, you know, that kind of short period of time. And I just feel like, you know, some students may succeed and perform well, but then it doesn't necessarily mean that they remember or know all the information that, it re- that makes sense to them. So, most of the time, exams quantify a student's ability to repeat information from a book or PowerPoint in a fixed amount of time, but then later on when you ask a student next term or even next school year sometimes they won't be able to tell you because the only concern is that they pass or they got a hundred or ninety something percent 1a and then after it's like well what do you do with the information and it's sad because sometimes they don't even know where to apply it next and how significant it may be to the next phase of your academic career or sometimes it may not be significant to your academic career at all and then you have to wonder well why is our priority? What is our emphasis? You know, sometimes we place such a great emphasis on passing the exam that we miss the mark with our students, you know, on how they learn. You know, learn how, to, how our students learn to apply information, learn how our students use it in an everyday context, or how they use the information they learn beyond passing the exam. And it's important for students to learn how to apply information beyond passing an exam because we're raising you know the next generation of thinkers the next generation of leaders and in the event that they cannot do anything beyond pass an exam then we'll be really at a loss with the next set of people to lead our countries and to you know sustain our workforces
1: uh it's interesting to see how the panelists so far have you know they have questioned the modes in which that examinations are given uh chelsea spoke about you know that we should also consider late bloomers and stuff you know it brings us directly into our second question do you all think and i would like to get the views from the panelists are examinations a fair way of testing if someone truly acquired certain knowledge uh let's start with aika
2: I would say they are a Let's remember, there are different types of learners. There are different types of students. While some people need the entire semester to digest all the information in a course and as such naturally do well in coursework assessments, there are others who fully understand an entire course under the pressure of exams. There are people who thrive working under pressure. An exam period is the period where you actually see their cognitive ability being at its optimum level, and they will be able to explain everything in the course for you. So I think that exams are a fair way for testing students' knowledge based on the students. So I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all answer. I think some students' exams are definitely, or exam seasons are definitely a more, nurturing and facilitating environment for them to to increase their knowledge throughout the semester they might not know anything but as soon as exams reach then they will be able to digest a lot of the information better
1: okay thank you for that contribution uh, uh, we now ask chelsea chelsea I will repeat the question do you think that examinations generally are a fair way of testing if someone truly acquired a certain knowledge
3: um uh, thanks for the question kevin and i think i was you know still stick to my earlier you know contribution by saying to a certain extent exams can test you when we're speaking of you know standard examinations for the caribbean you know in Dominica we have gsaf you know within the region we have common entrance and we have csec cape um, whatever exams that we have at our colleges, university level, we have our exams. You'll find that we have, for the most part, standard exams, pen to paper. For the more technical and vocational subjects, you might find more practical. There are some other exams as well, but they also have a standard pen to paper exam. I'll say to a certain extent. With exams, as ICA would have stated, we have different individuals and they work better under different conditions. What we have found is that these standard exams would have worked for a long time. We would have considered them successful, but with education and learning more about, you know, humans and psychology and, you know, our mental development, we find that we would have lost a lot of potential and viable citizens that could have contributed way more to society because we would have cast them aside because they would have failed one or two exams. So I would tie in with Wendy, who, you know, was reluctant to agree with me and you know, a little reluctant to agree with me at the beginning, but she would have stated that the problem would also have to be with the entire educational system and what do we see as you know a wholesome education? Is it just passing the exam? What about the individuals who just don't know how to work under those conditions? those that you know might feel more free to sit down, come back, think again and be able to pass the same exam, if it is that they were given more time or time to just free up or not have somebody peering down at me, staring at me, and afraid to even ask a question. So I cannot say that, you know, exams will work for everybody. Everybody is different and everybody has their, their different strengths. And I can say that, as it relates to the late rumors as well, as I was stating earlier, a previous discussion, the Chelsea that I was in first form sitting a first form exam is not the same Chelsea that's sitting down doing a, a university level exam. Back then, I mean, I was doing an exam for doing an exam, for doing an exam's sake or because, you know, well, I know my mom wants me to do well and so forth. But now I have this motivation, personal motivation that is telling me, well, okay, this is what is pushing you. And you could call me a late groomer in that sense, but I still was able to complete an exam that, you know, somebody else who doesn't who may not have the same motivation as me right now, or, you know, personal motivation I can't say right now, but they are still able to make a meaningful contribution to society. So I think I go off tangent for a while there. But I think I tighten, So yeah, thank you. <laughs>
5: So, you're asking, is examination a fair way of testing an individual's knowledge? Now, honestly, fairness is a term which operates on a balance of probabilities. And I don't think exams are a fair means of assessing a student's knowledge generally. So, we can't determine how much someone has learned by grading a two hour paper. So, you want to address fairness, okay? Is it fair that if a student has a medical emergency which prevents them from doing an exam, that they will have to do over the entire course? So missing that two hours takes away everything you've learned for months. I think it's best that students are given assignments within the semester so that they are continually tested. So perhaps a quiz, research assignment or presentation at certain points in the semester. So um, another question would be like, is it fair that you are taught a bulk of material and tested on specific areas? How does that actually test your knowledge generally if it's only specific material that you're being tested on? I personally believe in continuous testing instead of a one-time examination. So when we're teaching toddlers, every day we ask them things like, what's this color? Show me your eyes. How old are you? Because repetition of these questions boosts their
4: knowledge. So if we were continually testing through various modes, then students would end a semester knowing more and gaining way more
5: knowledge than we think that examinations can actually provide. In countries like Finland, there are actually no examinations, and in Hong Kong, post-primary schools there are no examinations, but. Does this mean that students within these countries are less smart or less intelligent or they know less? No. So examination does not actually have to be a determinative factor of success. It's just that... When we are evaluating students, we have to do it in a way that is general in that it does not just limit certain students to certain modes of testing. So we have to do things in ways that which are broader and in ways that which can enhance the general learning experience of each student. So to me, that would actually have to be my, my closing argument in that we have diversify the ways in which we test students. We have to ensure that it is not just a one-time examination at the end of the semester, because that one-time examination would just be limiting students to just a few hours of study, which will determine, okay, you can pass this or you can fail this. No, we should give students the opportunity to actually gain an education learn something and even throughout the semester allow their semester grades to protect their chances of going further with the education so throughout the semester you may have gotten all is, and let's say your coursework is 40% of your grade, and then you have an examination for 60% of your grade, right? And when you have an examination for 60% of your grade, let's say you fail that examination, what that means is that you fail the entire course. So we shouldn't just allow examinations to determine a student's success. We should look at that student's abilities and that student's performance from the beginning of the semester onwards for a Assignments, research papers, and whatever mode of study. But we cannot limit a student's success, a student's capability, or a student's knowledge just on examinations. And that's all I have to contribute.
1: Uh, That's very good. That's a good contribution. You know, and everyone learns differently. Uh, I personally believe that uh, assignments might be a little bit better in terms of assessing whether a student has acquired a specific type of knowledge. For example, in the field of law, all of us here right now are law students. I find I tend to learn better through my assignments. You know, Like we are given this major project to work on for coursework and then you have to do your research to get it and I find I tend to learn more from that. But don't get me wrong. As well as I learn well during coursework, I normally perform very well during exams too. But if you could compare the both of them, I would definitely say that I have learned more in coursework through assignments that I would have to do extensive research on than to do an examination that is testing a, a specific area of the courses that we would have done. Uh, Let us ask Wendy to find out what's her opinion. Let me just repeat the question, Wendy. Are examinations a fair way of testing if someone truly acquired a certain knowledge?
4: Kevin, before I share my response to that question, allow me to address um, a point that Chelsea made. I know that every student learns differently we are not the same fishes in a pond. But at the end of the day, every student will be afforded equal opportunity. So it doesn't matter whether some students may be slower than others and some students may be quicker than others, like I said, that is an issue with the education system. Um, It should be strategically formatted in a way where the material is taught on different levels, but when it comes to examining <laughs> examining, we should be given the same opportunity. And uh, Kevin, I know you suggested having assignments, but realistically speaking, I want to give students the, the benefit of the doubt. But who is to say that some of these students actually do the assignments on their own? So with the exams or with the end of semester exams, we have 100% certainty that students will be examined under under the same conditions. I believe examinations are generally a fair means of testing if a student acquired knowledge on a particular subject or a particular field. What I believe is of concern for most individuals, and is a current discussion in the Caribbean, is the standardized testing, which I know this year's Shendusha has abolished common entrance exams, and I know the Maya Mothli administration in Barbados also spoke on that last year. I you know that is a big thing, that is a huge deal with common entrance. Um, students just basically um, vying to pass really high to to get access to the best schools. And even class, class also becomes a factor. Because parents with good social connections, you know, can pull strings to get their children into into certain schools of the best schools of their choice. And you know, and so on. So anyway, I, I strayed a bit, but the, the, the significant aspect of exams is to determine an efficient way to measure students' knowledge. So they are strategically formatted to help us understand the material and to assess how much we are capable. And this format helps us to polish our writing skills, improves our analytical skills and so on. So, so let me ask um, Chelsea or okay, Kevin, so if exams are not conducted, then how are we to identify qualified persons for a particular Uh, position?
1: uh, But (laughs) that's a good question, but we have to bear in mind that mental health is important. And I think that we are not stressing enough on mental health as it relates to examinations. Uh, As university students, we know the immense pressure that we are under during exams specifically during exams, each of us, at least know one person who has had a mental breakdown or a panic attack during an exam. And that is university students. These are, these are students who are, quote unquote, supposedly are able to handle that type of pressure. But what about students who are not at a university level like us, like what about students who are doing CXC? So you could see that the mental issues start from a young age. So I'm not necessarily saying that exams are bad, but perhaps I am leaning towards Iker and, well, to you to a certain extent, Wendy, um, I might be leaning towards your point of view as it relates to the modes of examinations, you know?
2: Um, let me just add something. Um, Kevin was saying that he was leaning towards assignments being, I guess, a fair way to test knowledge. But I recall Wendy saying a little earlier, that even with assignments, you cannot even say, okay, um, they would test this person's knowledge better as opposed to exams, because they have an extended period of time to digest the information and really sit down and interact and engage with the information. Many times, some people do not even do their own assignments. They can give it to another person. They can give it to a professional. They can give it to an expert and tell them, hey, that is my assignment. Check me, Irie and that would be it and they will go on and they will submit the assignment and the teacher will correct the assignment and they will say what boy boy this person good boy this person really know their stuff all the while the person don't know anything because his mother did not do it so i think that in terms of it being a level playing field, like Wendy said, you need to have a certain environment where everyone is subject to the same conditions and you can actually see, okay, this person is the one who did their exam. And that is what I am get I am getting this person's work from the exam people.
3: Okay, um, I think we have been a good discussion here. And I don't think that we're essentially on we talking on different standpoints because I think we are still trying to get, all of us are trying to get a better way at having whatever form of assessments or examination or how it is that we deem these individuals efficient or qualified for a job. What I'm trying to say essentially is the weight with which we give exams at whatever you know level of education it is and when the, I it's sounding like it me and when we you know we addressing each other but you know Wendy would have stated also that yes everybody is different and to some extent it doesn't matter you know if it is that you are a late groomer which is she would have stated that correct me if i'm wrong but going back to the whole education system the issues and flaws i think that we have is one we do not identify the different ways in which we learn secondly we also do not learn how to and a lot of teachers and principals whoever it is that you know are heading these schools we do not learn to identify and try to specifically help students that are not as academically capable as others because we cannot keep on forcing you know the same fishes into that same pond, and then eventually they do not get the help and assistance that they need to reach on track So when it comes to doing an exam, that they will be able to. So a lot of the times we find that we lose a lot of individuals who have potential because at that point in time, they were not able to vie. I don't want to say compete because sometimes school feels like a competition when it's not. I mean, just looking at us, we're in the same year group and we, we can help each other. And I think we're doing way better than you know looking at school as a competition. So I think agreeing with Wendy here that the education system and the weight in which we place or we give exams or the pedestal in which we put exams allows us to sadly so lose potential citizens, lose students who, if they took a different path from the students who were academically challenged at um, academically, you know, strong at that time that, you know, we essentially lose them because they were not at that standpoint at that time, you know, time, also, I will talk about late bloomers because I can say that in my family, I had a late bloomer. right now I cannot catch up to him right now. But yes, late <laughs> bloomers. All of that, you know, we have to take into consideration. We have a lot of variables, especially as it relates to human beings. So not throwing away the exams, but let's take all of the factors into consideration and our weighting is a little bit off
2: okay so i just want to address the actual topic itself which is basically i examine a determinative factor for success or of success and i think it is important when you unwrap that topic is is it a determinative factor of success for who because like i told you there are different types of people in this world the generic definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So, not everyone's success is the same. For some people, living a happy life means that they have achieved a successful life. For others, they would measure their success based on academic achievements or accolades. So, if you are one of those types of people where doing well academically means that you have achieved something, means that you you see yourself as being successful, then of course exams would be a determinative factor of your success because that is what you define success as. So in terms of the topic, I again think that it would depend on you as a person, but to simply say, no, it is not a determinative factor of success. It would be too generic to say because we have different types of people in the world. And like Wendy was also saying, I have to agree with her, um, when it comes to the vocational aspect of it, some people might not be academically inclined, like you say, so they might not be into sciences or English or essay writing or whatever, but they might be more technical, whatever path you choose to take in life or whatever sphere you choose. Then I think exams would be absolutely necessary again, as Wendy said, in determining your capability. Thank
0: you all for sharing your views on whether examinations are a fair way of testing if someone truly acquired knowledge. I know that Wendy expressed that it is necessary, and I just really appreciate how we went in and explored this question. And as students, I believe that. This was a very fitting discussion. Moving on to our last question. Does examinations reflect how we apply intelligence and knowledge in the real world? Chelsea, what do you think?
3: So I was going to try to pull, you know, points that would have been valid by both Aika and Wendy. So I remember Aika, you know, would have stated that examinations give you or create this pressure-filled situation similar to the world of work when you are supposed to meet deadlines and so forth. So yes, in that sense, an examination would be idealistic in preparing you for that, you you know, that mode, you know, in the world that pressure that you have to meet deadlines, do stuff. You have to have your planning and strategic skills in line so that you can meet the deadline of your employer. But examinations are, are not all and working under pressure is not all. So even with, you know, the school system, they would try to incorporate, you know, things like group work, although it is a dreaded task, I must say group work within you know the system so we can try to be able to work with individuals when we go into the world of work even as it relates to associations and executives that we would find ourselves on you know trying to prepare to work with people so examinations cannot be the the true marking or measurement of you being well-prepared for the world of work. There are a lot of other factors that come into play when you go to work. You have to work with people. You have to have, quote-unquote, interpersonal skills. You have to learn how to communicate. You have to learn how to analyze. You have to learn how to remain calm in a heated situation it has so much you have to take into consideration when you're working so yes examinations can help to some extent but there are other factors that we have to take into consideration when we're going to you know prepare our young people for the world of work and some institutions are not i should say not doing enough in that aspect in trying to create well-rounded individuals. I can say that if it is that you have good academic advising and also, you know, you have a good rapport with people who are in the world of food, they will tell you that, you know, you should maybe get involved in doing some community service, some get into some groups and so forth, so that you can know what it is to really work amongst people. Or somebody tell you that you have a deadline and you have to tell yourself, well, I have to meet that deadline so that I take into consideration not only myself looking for my pay, but also you know the name of the company that I'm working with at that time. So I will have to say that. Examinations, yes, they helped us to an extent, but we have to try to incorporate more activities and more ways of molding, you know, fine citizens, young men and young women, into being able to, you know, go into the workforce and address all issues, not just the academic side, but, you know, all other situations that may be pushed at them.
0: Thank you, Chelsea. I believe that there is a wide margin between school and the real world. Yes, school somewhat prepares you for the real world, but I believe it's just certain aspects. I do not believe that examinations mirrors how we apply intelligence and knowledge in the real world. Because looking for myself, I've struggled with but one. In my first year, I believe. And it's just that I had a mental block. I was just not interested in the course. I did not fail or anything, but I was not grasping the idea of what. And I just, I was just turned off, not interested. I I was like, you know, when you do algebra and you said that I'm going to use algebra in the real world. That's how I felt about thought. Until the summer after my first year, I, I had to explore that doctrine during my internship and I didn't feel confident approaching any matter concerning personal injury, negligence, etc. because I knew that I did not fully grasp the concept of those doctrines. But then practicing and learning thoughts in my own way really emphasized and showed me that even if I probably got a passing grade in my exams, it does not determine how I will deal with thought in the real world. So I'm just using this example to show that I really do not believe examinations truly reflect how we apply intelligence and knowledge in the real world. I believe it is way beyond examinations. I believe it's the effort and the determination you are putting throughout your school year and not just a standardized exam.
4: Chelsea, I believe that we we need to change the culture around examination and change our train of thoughts around examinations because it is necessary to take examinations and it should be a tool to improve your career. Exams should actually help us to determine our capability to move forward. And if you look at it, the reality is that We are facing an exam every single day of our lives. Our success in life is just an indication of us doing well in the quote-unquote exam of life. So I think that we should actually embrace examinations and not look at it like this horror film. We need to look at it with a positive mind in terms of just putting our best foot forward, working hard for what we want because we all want to be successful in life.
2: Okay, I will definitely have to agree with Wendy, both Wendy and Chelsea actually. I do think that exams actually help you to apply certain knowledge in the real world. Because as I said before, exams aren't only about cramming or about grades. When you sit examinations, you have to learn strategy. Examinations teach you about being strategical and being analytical. And those are very important aspects or very important skills that you will need in the working world and in real life. And I will speak specifically for law because I am a law major. Most of the exam questions that we do in law, they are real cases. I'm working now and I'm doing a, an actual case, an actual client bringing in actual money and they have this situation. And I actually say, but wait, As if I do this already, I can't remember doing this specific question for exams. And so it's not just information that the teachers or people are making up from the moon or out of their head. They are actually bringing in real life situations. They are putting it to the students. And it is up to the students to unravel the information and assess it and analyze it in a way that can bring about an expected solution for the clients. It's just that, like Wendy said, again, we have such a restrictive and negative attitude towards the exams, like, oh my gosh, I just need to learn this, 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 and I need to learn in two hours, and I need to write quickly, and it's just so much anxiety surrounding it. But if we look at it in a, from a different perspective, in a positive light, like, okay, this is an actual client, this is me, Speaking to a client in my office, and if we look at it in, in a way where we can grow from it, if we didn't do well, we can grow from it the next time, then I think it would be better. So, like she said, it's about changing our overall attitude and perception to our exams. If we see it less like a, okay, I'm going to fail, and more like a am I, am I going to fail or am i going to learn to do better next time or am i going to learn to approach this in a better perspective and i think that it would really pacify a lot of negative um feelings that we have surrounding examinations because again like when they said examinations are a part of life no matter what field you choose to go in there will be some form of assessing whether you are capable enough for that particular field and so I believe in essence that examinations are necessary.
4: Yes let me just add something quickly because I mentioned earlier that what is of concern is the standardized testing which a lot of the Caribbean leaders are in discussion about and it is a tricky issue Because whether it is internal or external assessment, I believe that they should measure students' success. And in addition to that, in addition to measuring our success, measuring our capabilities, I believe that they are useful as data to help schools improve the quality of teaching and learning. They only become harmful when the tests are actually used to judge students' natural abilities and when teachers, when educators, are put under pressure to teach to the test. So we should look at it not as a value judgment on the students but hopefully as an additional data point that could provide some sort of perspective on student learning.
0: Wendy, thank you for being our final contributor for this last question posed to the panelists. Guys, I just really want to use this opportunity to brag, I should say that. This is my study group. My study group I have cried with, expressed frustration with for the same exams and it is just amazing to see that how we can come together and gather our thoughts and express our thoughts respectfully and individually. I am just, I cannot even identify or should I say for the lack of a better word, express the, the, the magnitude of appreciation. I have for our study group as well as our podcast. We know how education is important, and we have our parents ringing it in our ears all the time. Education is your independence, it's your your, your freedom, it's your key, it's your paved road, you know, it's everything. It contributes to your growth. And I just feel like who better to approach the topic of examinations that students who take these examinations? So again, I just really want to thank our panelists for their contribution as well as my pleasant, lovely co-host Kevin for helping me outline and coordinate this episode. I am truly, truly grateful and appreciative. Last but not least, I want to thank the audience guys your support has been overwhelming and so dedicated so overflowing and we are just so 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 grateful and we hope to see you again hear from you receive feedback from you we just we just hope to continue receiving receiving the unwavering support you guys provide to us and thank you once again and see you at our next episode and do not forget to like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram and subscribe to us on the different on the different medias that we distribute these podcasts.